Welcome to Model Secrets. I'm Kim Alley, former model agent and now independent scout with over 30 years of experience in the business. I'm Katya. I have been modeling on the East Coast for several years and build a great community on social media. In our podcast, you will get an insider's look into the modeling world shared by models, photographers, agents, scouts, and other industry professionals. We hope you will have fun learning about the modeling industry with us. Hi, Tissia. Nice to see you. Welcome to Model Secrets. Thank you. So excited to see you. Yes, you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so happy that you could make it. Now, I I know that you've done, so you're a makeup artist, correct? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, And I know you've done some makeup on Katya. How was that? Yes, <laughs> it was great. We worked with Joe Tran, and I remember having a really good time and dancing. Oh. Yeah, yes, that's, nice. that's how you met. Like, yeah, she got the best personality. Oh. We had so much fun. So, see, where are you from? So, I'm from Western Maryland, but now I'm based in Baltimore. Okay. So, I've moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And how did you, so you, so you're a makeup artist and how did you get started in the business? Um, well, I just like was always interested in makeup even when I was in high school, but I didn't think that I could make it into a career, but mm-hmm. then, um, I was working at Bare Minerals actually. And the, one of my managers, I was, you know, talented and she's like, why don't you go be an esthetician? And then you can kind of like make your way into, um, makeup artistry. And so that's exactly what I did. I went and I, um, got my license as an esthetician. And then I just like started doing makeup. I started working at makeup counters, like Mac. I worked at Ulta and, um, yeah. And Mac especially had a really good like training program. Mm -hmm. Um, they had like a boot camp, is what they called it. And yeah. So, I've slowly over the years just finally became enough to freelance. So that's what I'm doing now. So um, where did you go to school for esthetician? How do you say it? Esthetician? Esthetician. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I went to Von Lee actually, which is in right outside of Baltimore. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so go ahead. Uh, I wanted to ask about Max. Did they teach you different types of makeup? How does that work? Um, so they they taught us kind of like how to match people's skin tone, how to recognize like an undertone of skin um, and how to like cater to everyone's different face shape, eye shape, things like that. Um, it was actually probably one of the most helpful learning experiences with makeup because whenever I went to school for aesthetics they had like a small program at the end for makeup but no offense (laughs) um I could have taught that like it it was not great yeah I'm just putting that out there but everything outside of school that I learned with makeup and I've learned techniques from YouTube. I've learned techniques just from other makeup artists so it's been a culmination of um, like all of the knowledge that I have, it's come from so many different, uh, angles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how long have you been doing it then? I mean, that's, that would- I, well, 
I, I guess I started like doing weddings. So professionally I've been doing it since 2016, but I started completely like on my own freelancing since 2018. So it's, it takes a while. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, you have a uh, favorite makeup artist that you, um, you know, that you like inspires me. Yeah. That inspires you. Cause I, I used to work at Brian Bantry. I don't know if you know who they are. Mm-mm. They represent hair, makeup artists and stylists. Okay. So awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to look them up cause they're pretty. Yes. Um, so who's your favorite like makeup artist that you inspire to be you or whatever? Um, her name is Nikki. I don't know her uh, last name or anything, but she's in the UK. It's oh. Nikki makeup. I think that's just her name on uh-huh. um, Instagram, but she's phenomenal. And I could watch her videos all day. And she's like, she's so soft-spoken. She's like, this is the product I'm using. And I'm just like, oh my God, can I just be you already? Mm-hmm. She has this like big, crazy, curly hair. Uh-huh. And so one of the best tools that I've learned and specifically from her too, is like less is more, like, especially for skin. So sometimes I'll see other makeup artists just like caking on the skin on these models. And I'm like, yeah, their skin is perfect. Like, what are you doing? So the, that's, I think the best tool that I've taken away from Nikki is that like just prepping the skin properly and then making it look like that's just their glowing skin with minimal product. Right. Right. And you know, you think about, so the difference between Katya's skin and my skin, <laughs> you so have lovely like, skin. No, 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 I don't. I don't. I mean, no, cause I'm old. So, so you would do, I mean, you would do, come on, Kim. Yeah, come on girl. <laughs> I am. So but you would do different on my face than you would on Katya's face. So, I mean, would you put like more moisturizer on more oil on or so what would be the, the technique? Cause I always have, I mean, I have to say for me, I have a hard time, even though I know about makeup and I've been doing it for years, I have mm-hmm. a hard time sometimes, you know, with the underline, I don't want it to look like I've got too much, you know, mm-hmm. you know it's too white or powdery or anything like that. And then I look at the Cardassians or whatever. And they do <laughs> that is like, I want to look, you know, sometimes I want to look like that because it's so perfect, you know, like, yeah. You know. So um I would I would do a very similar technique for your skin and her skin. Um just because it just because you might have more mature skin doesn't really mean that I'm going to do things very differently. The only time I would do things like much differently if so is if someone had a lot to cover. So if someone had a lot of acne or a lot of pigmentation, then I would add more products, but I would add products with more pigmentation. So for you, um, and also it just depends on the skin type. So if Katya is super oily, I'm going to use products that are going to be more for oily skin. If you're super dry, I'm going to do things for dry skin, but that's just for the prep. I'm still your skin, at least looking at you right now, looks perfect. I, again, I would use minimal products, just the amount that is going to cover what you need. And, um, and then for the under eyes, you, you want something with, and this is if you have like dark circles. So I would use something high in pigmentation, but not cakey. So not, not heavy Mm -hmm. light in formula, but, um, high, 
pigmentation power. So then in that case, because then it's very, very minimal product. So you're not going to get that like cakey, yeah. like creepy look, mm -hmm. you know? So what, what, what would that be? So if you're, I mean, I'm so trying to get I, free advice. Right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, secrets. no, here we go. Do I have yeah, for this? No, no. I'm charged. I'll send you a Venmo. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so I really like the Tarte Shape Tape. And I know everyone uses that and people are kind of like, oh, well, that's so, that's so thick, but I'm telling you the right brush, uh, a fluffy, like synthetic eyeshadow brush. I can send you all of this, Okay, good. but I love it. You use the tiniest, tiniest bit of that. And it will give you so much coverage with very minimal product. So sometimes you see people do that V under their yes. eye and they cake all of that on there. I'm like, sure. If you're doing the red carpet and you're getting all this like photography, right. Sure. But when you're walking around every day or Katya, she's doing a photo shoot, you want very, very minimal. So I would just put that right there and it will hide all of your dark circles. And then it won't look like you're wearing anything. Also eye cream, moisturizer, eye cream. Right. So, so important. That is going to be like, your, your makeup can only look as good as your skin. So you have to start with the skincare. And okay, that's why I'm that, glad that I have a license yeah. in skincare because I then I can tell people that. Yeah. So um, where do you get your makeup from? Because what I understand is that, and do you get a discount? That's what I need. Mm -hmm. I'm sure all makeup art, mm -hmm. you know, people starting out want to know that too. Yes. And um, I heard that you use cruelty-free products. I do. Yes. Um, so I get my makeup kind of everywhere. So there are a couple of like pro sites mm -hmm. that offer, so they'll have like all of these different brands and then they'll offer, um, a discount and then I just buy in bulk from there. But yeah. some, some brands don't offer discounts. So like I'll have to go to Ulta or Sephora to buy them, which mm -hmm. kind of sucks. Cause I'm like, I wish every brand gave pros a discount, but yeah, it's okay. Oh, so, so, I'll, so a lot of the brands don't, cause I always wonder. About yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Some, some don't. So then I kind of wait for like, if they have, if they're running a special or something, yeah. Um, yeah. then I'll try to like jump on that. I mean, in a makeup bag, don't you have to have, you have to have tons of stuff, right? Yeah. For all exactly. different types of skin and different colors and everything, right? Yes. You want to have something for every skin tone. So what is the challenges that you find yourself in when you are doing somebody's face what, or some, either it's for, you know, a shoot or, and, or somebody's getting married? What is the challenges that you face? I think some of the biggest challenges is just if people don't take care of their skin, oh. because then I have to kind of work extra hard to make the makeup look good. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if someone is like, and acne is one thing because you can't really help that. Yeah. So it's not acne. It's like if someone is super, super dry or flaky, wow. which again, you can only help that to a certain degree. But I'm asking like, okay, what do you use at home? And they're like, oh, nothing. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? So I think that's like the biggest challenge that I run into is just if their skin is not in great shape, I have to kind of figure out, okay, what products are going to be best for them? Um, 
to make it to make it look good because right. this is my job. Yeah. I want to make you look good. And if I don't have a canvas, if I have a canvas working against me, um, yeah. it's a little stressful. Right. Right. Yeah. I have to be honest. So when I was modeling, I never, I hardly even washed off my makeup. <laughs> no, so many people like, it's true. I'm not the only one. So yeah. many people are like, oh yeah, I've been wearing this makeup for three days. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny to think, I mean, it's funny to think now, but I mean, I just, I didn't know. I mean, yeah. my mom and my, and my grandmother always use ponds. Mm-hmm. So that would be actually what I would use sometimes to take off my makeup. I know crazy, mm-hmm. but I mean, at, or, well, and I've, I've said before, like, I think that baby oil is sometimes good to take off the eye makeup or is it not? Is it terrible? Well, no, I actually use, um, oil to take off my makeup. Oh, okay. Um, because it's moisturizing and it's gentle, mm-hmm. but I use, um, uh, almond seed oil, oh. almond oh. or avocado oil. Oh, not coconut oil because that can be that can clog the pores because Sick. it's like yeah. a different molecule. Yeah, so okay, that's what I heard about yeah. coconut oil. Mm-hmm. It's I and I guess it's okay. it's also also depends if it's refined or not, right? Yeah, so I think it's like okay to use on the body, like if you want to moisturize. Okay, right, right. What was that? No, so for your face. Oh, you said okay, right. Right. Yeah. I thought you said wait. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> no, no. So she says right. That's right. <laughs> so avocado, avocado, almond, and jojoba oil. Best oils. Oh. So you can even moisturize like your whole body. You can moisturize your face with them. It's like good for the face too. It won't break you out. Um, and then also like to take off makeup. So that's what I do. Okay. What I'm about kidding. waterproof mascara? Would uh, they work? That is exactly what you need to take off waterproof mm-hmm. yep oil because that's going to break it down mm. because literally nothing else will yeah you know? and I'm especially like, if you guys I, can't, I don't like it <laughs> like the waterproof mascara like anytime someone used it on shoot on me i was like oh i know it's horrible it doesn't it does not come off um yeah. and also like if anyone uses a liquid lipstick on you or if like you use one at home it's so hard to get off tiny bit of oil and rub it on there immediately comes off see listen to all these model secrets yeah (laughs) i'm gonna definitely get some avocado oil because i think that that would be awesome too because you know as you get older it does really dry all in here and all in here Mm -hmm. i mean it's just that it's just Mm -hmm. the way it is i mean i you can't have it for cooking (laughs) so i was like oh like i never try using it to take off my makeup okay so have you ever done this so you're using extra virgin olive oil like for cooking and you just happen to like put it on your hands and then you're like "Mm." oh yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Oh yeah. yeah. Oil is so good for your skin. I love it. And then I'm yes. like, yeah. it smells so good. Mm, yum, yum, right? Yum. Yep. <laughs> Lick it. <laughs> love it. It's crazy. Right. But I mean, I do, I think that sometimes, and I remember, you know, my mom, I, I say my mom and my grandmother, because look, we did, they didn't have all these products when they were, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, growing up. So they used all the, the old style products and whatever was available. So olive oil, mm-hmm. my mom has always said, Oh, olive oil is the best. You use that on your hair and your face and just put it everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You can use it for anything. So, I mean, it's kind of funny. So, so what kind of clients have you worked for, um, since you've been in the business? Oh my God. So many different aspects. Um, so obviously bridal, um, 
like models for different shoots, mostly, you know, collaborative stuff, but I have done paid stuff. If people are like up and coming and they want like new headshots or they want just new things for their portfolio. Um, I've done things for like news, like news crews, Mm. crews. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what else have I done? Oh, I've done things for like, um, people's music videos oh that's been fun oh nice yeah I've actually really because that's fun you get to be on set you get to see behind the scenes of like how their music videos are made um and then what about what about the editorial you've done with Anastasia are you are you allowed to talk about it (laughs) well yeah um well what do you mean no no, I mean like yeah I should just the I mean the magazine like because you guys want um, to share that, right? Yeah. So we were at um, this really nice hotel in Baltimore. And we, <laughs> we actually, like, took up the bathroom. She had, like, this whole clothing rack. We, like, just took it over and I did her makeup. Actually, no, I did her makeup in my studio. But, um, no, I mean, that was that was fun. And... Who is that now? Explain to me. I don't know. So this was Anastasia and the photographer was Brenda. Okay. Um, yeah. So we were in, I don't know how to pronounce it. Love. Uh, love, love. Like, how's your fr- French? Is the French right? Word. I, is it? French. Official. <laughs> right? How do you say I it? Fish- I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how <laughs> to fish- I don't want to butcher it. La Fichelle. Yeah. La yeah. Okay. Oh, the magazine. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. It got published okay. in there uh, in Ru- oh. La Fichelle, Russia. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a big deal. See, like, yeah. now we're all embarrassed here. No, <laughs> no. it's okay. It's totally okay. Um, and so, and what about Under Armour? Did you do something for them? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I actually was on set with them as well um, for most of 2019 that was really cool too like being like having my work be on their website I'm like that was really really cool I liked that's a big accomplishment yeah that felt really really good yes you know and it's crazy because it's really all about who you know like Mm -hmm. in this industry and it's like you know it it's it's good and bad because sometimes you just wish that you had these opportunities that other people have and you just wonder like, how can I get there? How can I get that opportunity? And when you're just as talented as some of these people, you know what I mean? And, um, you, you just wonder like how, how, but you have to remind yourself it's they probably know someone because again, like, and working for Under Armour, like I knew someone, I knew someone like who was direct, who directly worked there. And so they got me in and I'm sure there are plenty of other makeup artists that I personally know that would have been just as qualified, just as good to do the job, but I happen to know someone. So it's like, sometimes it can be like for your favor or against your favor. But that's why networking and connecting with people is so, so important for this like industry, models, photographers, makeup artists, everyone. Like you have to, you have to meet people and, and branch out if you want to be successful because you never know what connection you're going to make. Right. 
that's so true because yeah. like it's so funny when people say that oh she got lucky to be there whatever but she got out yeah maybe like 100 times <laughs> before yep. that before so- before she met someone so it's yeah, all about exactly. like you know like getting out there getting yourself out there Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot, like networking and how important that is. And I have to say, you know, over the 35 years of being in the business, it's like you get, you get to know a lot of people. And when you, yes. when you know the big names in the business, then that really does help. You know, for me, it would be for to getting um, the models with agencies, right? Mm-hmm. And, and even for you. So like, you know, I know Brian Bantry. And if that was something that you had a goal to be with the New York agency, then that's something that you can, you know, so now you know, somebody who knows brand entry, you know, so I mean, yeah. that's a big, it's a big deal, you know, it's, yeah. so I, I do think networking is part of it too, um, makes a big difference in on all yeah. aspects of the business. So yes. let me ask you this. Okay, so so great clients that you've worked for, that's pretty impressive. And what about any photographers? Do you have any photographers that you love or Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Joe Tran, obviously I've worked with him plenty as has Katya. Um, he's, he's so great and he's so fun. Um, and I have a really good friend. His name is Danny Saibenhar. Um, he, he does very, very unique kind of just off the wall he has these crazy ideas that he just so he has like in his phone just all these different ideas and he'll send them uh-huh. to me and I'm just like how did you come up with that never in my wildest right. like, imagination could I just think this stuff up um so he is like super fun to work with um my friend Victoria Couget she's the one that actually got me connected to Under Armour oh. she does really cool stuff as well I mean, I could go on. I just, yeah, yeah. there's plenty <laughs> of people. Yeah. That, that I love working with. Oh, Walker Coral. You've worked with him, Katya, right? Have you worked with Walker? Oh, no. Okay. I you need to. <laughs> you need to. Where, where's he back? Wait, DC. Well, Bethesda, but I think like he oh, goes around the it's area. It's closer to me. Like I'm in Maryland too. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, he's so talented. He did the shoot, um, the one with the girl that looks like Zoe Kravitz. She has like the braids, uh-huh. like an edgy. Anyway, he's amazing. So okay, you need to send me his. Yeah, see the connections. <laughs> yes. It's all about connections, people. All about yes. it. Um, <laughs> it is. So what? So when you go to a photo shoot, do you ask people to bring something? I mean, do you ask, of course, now we have to do masks and all that, but do you ask them to bring yeah. anything? Um, no, no, I have, I have pretty much everything. I mean, other than like clothes. Yeah. But in, in terms of like makeup, unless someone, so sometimes people are like super sensitive. So like they yeah. only like to use their moisturizer or, right. or skincare or even foundation sometimes because they have found one that their skin likes and they, they don't want to like stray away mm-hmm. so yeah if someone is super sensitive I'm always you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever is going to work best for you mine is Clinique it's like easier on the skin for some reason I don't know it's, yeah that's your go-to yeah I, I mean it's kind of thin but I I like the moist you know the um foundation part mm-hmm. um so what are your goals for like next year what do you 
thinking about like <laughs> maybe so, next the year after right 2022 <laughs> yeah Nobody well, knows we have to get through all how it's gonna go <laughs> I'm telling you I'm so nervous I really just I quite frankly I'm scared to try and make any moves or make any goals because I feel like sitting still right now and just kind of letting things happen is probably what's best for everyone. Just like waiting it out, just sitting here um, and reflecting Mm -hmm. on everything. But Um, that's a good point, by the way. I I mean, I like that idea too. That's, that is actually taking action is just sitting there is still taking an action. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's so out of our control and it's, it's so unpredictable and scary because we thought the quarantine was going to last two weeks. I know. It's like two months, eight years later. Yes. Yes. So now it's like, it's full swing. Things are happening even more now. So I think eventually, (laughs) um, at, at one point in my life, I really wanted to do the New York thing Mm -hmm. and just go to photo shoots every day and just, that's really what I wanted to do. I, I still have that in the, in my back pocket. Like that feels like something that I would absolutely love. Mm -hmm. I do worry that I'm not cut out for (laughs) that lifestyle because I'm not cutthroat. And I feel like you have to be cutthroat for Mm -hmm. that for that like specific industry, um, like New York and fashion shoots and, or editorial shoots, stuff like that. I could be wrong, but that's just like the impression that I have. Um, and I'm just so nice. And I feel (laughs) like people would, I just feel like people would screw me over and just, and then I, and then I'd go home and I cry and like, I want to move back to Maryland. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I I get it. You know, but like, that if I had like a photo shoot like that every single day and I was on set, like that would be, that would be exactly what I would want to do. Right. Yeah. Working with like models and just because models, like they're just, they have such unique faces and I see them as a canvas. I just see people and look at their face. like, Oh my God, I could do that. I could do this. Like (laughs) I would just get so excited. And you know, with, with models specifically, because of course I work with everyday people and I love that as well. It's just a different feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's less artistic. It's more like, Oh, cool. Like I made you look pretty for your family photos or for your boudoir. But like with models, it's, it feels like an art. It feels like a canvas and it's, it's very exciting. Mm. So yeah, if, if I, if ever I would love that. That sounds awesome. You will. You like, will. I'm sure you will. Thanks, guys. This, I mean, you know, and 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 the COVID, we're going to get vaccines, and hopefully everything will be okay, and we can all sort of. But yeah, I mean, it is yeah. what it is right now, so there's nothing we can do about it. And exactly, we gotta we gotta just let the storm pass. Yep. Yeah. And that's why we're doing this because I mean, it's this is great information, and people mm-hmm. who want to get started can, can get started by, yep. by just listening to our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. everything in the podcast you know and if there's a makeup artist out there that wanted to get started I mean this is how you do it you just explain you know ABC yes. to how to get started into to doing hair and makeup so you do hair too yes. or just makeup so I do light, light. styling yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've been starting to do bridal um 
like bridal hair. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm still on my journey with that. So yeah. I, I don't want to say that that's like my strong suit or I'm super knowledgeable because I'm still learning. Um, and I've been looking into taking some classes as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just so you're so always I, trying to educate yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Always. And that's, that is the other thing. And I don't know if it's with you guys too. It's continuing education because things are yeah. always changing in this industry. Like at least with makeup, there's always, always. new trends. Yeah. Yes. There's always something to learn. If you are a photographer, model, makeup artist, and you think that you've made it, you're like, you're at the top. Yes, yes. No girl or guy, you have not made it. Yeah. You are forever learning. Do mm. not ever get comfortable. Do not ever stop. Don't ever get so arrogant where you think, oh, psh, I'm, I'm the best of the best. I know everything. No, you don't. there's things every year that, that we have to learn that new products are coming out, new trends are coming out. Yeah. Always learning. Well, and also too, for, you know, for a scout that, which was what exactly what I do. I mean, Mm -hmm. the trends have always been, I mean, now it's more diversity and um, actually it's really a different look than it was in the past. And so, and that changes I mean, sometimes it's monthly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like ever, I mean, every, every, every season, right? Like mean, yeah, one every, season, yes. they would have someone like big years and yeah. the others, you know, the next one is not in trend anymore. Yeah, right. so it's constantly changing. It's constantly yes. changing. So kind of you have to change with what is going on at the time, you know? hundred percent. You have to be, yeah, you have to be in it. You have to be on top of it and aware. I always think that Europe actually shows more of the trends first and then it comes yeah. to the state so if you're mm-hmm. really interested in knowing what what the next trend would be it's always good to look at um you know european magazines or yes i mean i used to do that when i was modeling I always looked at the european like what was happening in milan mm-hmm. and paris uh-huh. you know and then i come here and people are like oh, what are you wearing you know yes like, oh, <laughs> you'll see you'll see <laughs> <laughs> just wait <laughs> I know you dress weird, but that's really weird. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. <laughs> you'll see that it'll be in, you know, well, yeah. America. You'll be wearing it in no time. You'll be wearing <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I mean, There is nothing really now that could surprise me, like wearing um, sandals with socks already happened, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's yes. nothing else. Yep. Yeah. So I remember when that was happening a long time ago in the eighties. So that actually happened in the eighties where we are, you know, like the stylists where we're putting on socks for Elle magazine. I don't know everybody in Elle magazine. Mm-hmm. I think it was Isabel Dupree is one of the stylists and she, that was her thing that she always had the socks and the high heels. So I was like, okay, little white. Isn't, socks. That, isn't that funny? Like trends come back around. Yeah. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's so crazy you know, we started getting like the nineties grunge makeup coming back in and like the heavy lip liner. It's just, it all, it goes away and then it comes right. back. So yeah. what is, what is happening right now for makeup? Cause I don't know about you, but I do mine exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about really glowy, dewy skin. Right. Um, very like natural, um, and full brows are really in you being blinded. Yeah. It's so bright in this room. I can't even tell you. I mean, the sun is coming and going anyway. Um, yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. So I'm sorry. Glowy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Glowy, dewy skin and full bushy brows. 
are in right now. Okay, I got the brows. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, you do. I love those. Brows. I, lo- I love that trend. Yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I wish I had the brows. And let me just say, if it was ever out, I wouldn't still. They'd still look like this. Good. What are you going to do? I mean, that's the kind of brows you have. I don't know. I never understood those little thin things anyway. I know. I, oh my God, whenever I was in high school, I like overplucked like crazy. And then now they're, they don't grow back like they used to because they used to be super full. <sighs> Tragic. Right. Oh. I did that too in school when it was, did? you know, on trend. Yeah. But yeah. they grew, they actually grew back because Lucky. I remember at the time my, hairdresser she I mean she was also doing a lot of shoots at the time and like the modeling I mean not the modeling she was style models for the yes. shoot and back then she told me that you have to grow your brows back she, she was always also yeah she was she's looking at encouraging me to mm-hmm. get into modeling like back then when I was younger and surprisingly I listened to her yeah, that's good. good you should yeah, yeah. that's awesome so do you have any like uh, other little model secrets that you'd like to share with our listeners? <laughs> What's your modeling favorite secret? product? Yeah. <laughs> modeling secrets. Do you have any kind of favorite? I mean, we already talked about a lot of things, but do you have any, another one that you would like to share? Little secrets that me maybe... or Katya? You. Mm-hmm. Me. Um, <laughs> well, you said modeling <laughs> secrets. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Beauty secret. I mean, yeah, beauty secrets. Beauty, I guess beauty it would be. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so olive oil. I mean, so um, so yeah, avocado oil is one. You talked about yes. that a lot, and so oils and for and olive oil. So those are good ones. So I, I always, I mean, like I always stick with the less is more thing yes. okay. just like that's a good one with um brows like instead of filling them in with a pencil I always like to tell people to use a brow gel like mm-hmm. again especially for the the low maintenance you know you're just running out the door a nice brow gel mm-hmm. um a foundation that I am obsessed with right now is the bite beauty my seller foundation they only have one foundation so mm-hmm. their foundation is so amazing it's like it's a buildable coverage it's probably like a medium coverage but it looks beautiful on the skin it's nice and hydrating like mm-hmm. i said we're we're in the dewy we're yeah. dewy right uh-huh. now um so it gives you a really nice hydrated look mm-hmm. um and then with the concealer i honestly think that's probably one of the most asked questions and the most like concerns that people have is the concealer. Um, especially if they have like dark circles is, um, using the tart or any concealer that has more of a coverage and then just using a tiny, tiny bit of it with a brush, not your finger because your finger will like take away the product Uh, Yeah, using a brush with like a padding motion. Yeah. Um, that's really going to give you good coverage and not look cakey. Right. Um, or you could just have the bright sun in your face and then. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely struggling today. I know. I don't, I mean, because I moved because upstairs is freezing. I have no heat. So I'm down here. So that's why. 
I moved over here to the, anyway, doesn't matter. So, <laughs> <laughs> those are great model secrets, you know, like beauty secrets. We beauty beauty secrets, that, yeah. beauty, beauty secrets and model secrets. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys have any like questions for me that like you would want to know? Um, I get, you know, those were definitely like what products to use because I'm always, okay. you know, cause there's so many, and I don't want to like using any, I mean, I like the cruelty free products too. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and for me being older, I always like worry about like what, what looks good and what doesn't look good. And, mm -hmm. you know, just, I always think lighter is always the best. I mean, less makeup. The, I yes. mean, I totally agree with you on yes. that one. Um, and, and more hydrating products. Yeah for mature skin and if you are dry. So when people want that like matte look, it's not going to look good on your dry skin. Right. So having mm -hmm. something more moisturizing is always the better option. Kati, do you have a question? Yes. So yes. I'm going to ask the question as a model, like um, what do you expect models to do before they come, you know, and shoot? Because, you know, sometimes it's, yeah clearly said that you know no products like clear skin mm -hmm. but if it doesn't like how you expect models to prep their skin okay. um so i think that models should do what they would normally do at home so like if you wake up cleanse your skin moisturize your skin that's exactly what you should do um and hopefully that is what you do so you would hope that you know models took good care of their skin they cleanse moisturized so that's like all I would want is just for them to come with cleansed moisturized skin because I wouldn't want you to come unmoisturized just so that you don't have that time period of yeah not hydrating because right. that'll make you dry and we don't want that um but that's basically it. I mean, and definitely, definitely having all of your eye makeup off. It's, it's happened a lot where there's like so much residual eye makeup, like from the night before the day before, and that can really affect, um, like the shoot and the time that it takes, because I can always like take it right. off for you, yeah. but then we'll have that like residual, like mm -hmm. from the eye makeup remover and that might affect the makeup going on. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Eyes making sure all of the eye makeup is off. And also I've had, um, so unprofessional PS by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. had models come with their makeup kind of already done. Um, and I'm just like, why am I here? Yeah. What, what am maybe, I here? Maybe, yeah. maybe their agent didn't tell them. That's the only yeah. thing I could think. No, yeah. like the thing is like some of the girls that actually do that, they do it on purpose. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I know girls, I've met girls that have done it. Really? Why yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, why because, would you? Yeah, go ahead. Maybe, maybe because they don't think that the, they'll like what the makeup artist does. Is that why? I don't know. I, I can't I imagine. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. But, but <laughs> I mean, the, I've met there's this like some people that they'll show up and they're like, Oh, cause I'll be like, Oh, do you have anything on your face right now? It's always typically my first question. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Oh, um, I just have a little bit of foundation, a little bit of bronzer, a little bit of brows, a little bit of mascara. I'm just like, what? So, so, <laughs> so everything. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't understand that. Um, but yes, cleansed, clear, 
skin with no makeup or no eye makeup residue. Yeah. 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 I should have another question for you. Yes. How someone knows, because I I know it's actually, you know, some people, let's say someone got dry skin, but it's actually oily because a lot of times people think Mm -hmm. that, oh, I got dry skin, but it's actually because you're not moisturizing and it's get oily. So how do you, someone define what your skin type? So, right. Uh, Good question. Um, I mean, that is a very complicated question because I think it all depends because yes, some people have skin where it's like it gets dry and flaky, but it's also, they also get oily. I typically think that comes from just under moisturizing um, when, because they think, oh, I get oily, I'm going to stop moisturizing, but you're literally working in the opposite direction. You need to moisturizer find the right moisturizer for you because some people like to not feel it they like the moisturizer to sink in completely so that would mean getting an oil-free moisturizer or like a lightweight like a gel moisturizer um but and also exfoliating Mm. so whenever you exfoliate you take off that top layer of dead skin and then that new skin that is underneath you can moisturize that And that will really help with that as well. But yeah, when people have dry skin, but it also gets super oily, that's typically because they're not moisturizing enough because whenever your skin is dry or whenever your, your skin is producing more oil because you're not moisturizing it. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? That's what I heard too. Yeah. Uh Have you ever thought about doing your own cosmetics? No, no. <laughs> it, um, I think I thought about it like years ago, right. but I don't want to be on that side of things. Right. I think that that's a lot more business oriented, um, and a lot of pressure. And I think that the, honestly, like the, the industry is so saturated now with right. cosmetics. Everyone has a makeup line yeah. and, Yeah. I've never, I thought about it once and I was like, no, I'm I'm, I'm more on the art side. I was going to say you're more of an artist than the business. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have a hard time with the business aspect. (laughs) Yeah. I need to, I'm serious. It's difficult. Nobody likes doing the business part. Right. I like, I feel like I need to take like business classes to, to really understand like how to make things work and how to be successful. Because I also think that other artists that are so successful know how to do the business aspect along with their artistry. And I'm just like, I just know how to be an artist. I don't, (laughs) I don't understand. Well, that's what (laughs) having a representative, having a rep, having an agent, that's what they do. True. So true hopefully you'll do that soon I guess after all this is yeah I, I I just haven't known where to look or how to get a part of that or to be a part of that all right I'll help you okay thank you okay <laughs> love it so, yeah so we so appreciate you being on model secrets thank you so much yes. for being here so where can people find you you can find me at to see a metropolis on instagram I know that's a mouthful should I spell it? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's T A S I A M I T 
R O P O U L O S. I know. So, so. I mean, mine is complicated too. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's not. Yours easy. Yeah. So easy. Yeah. Yours is cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know my husband's like, don't you want to change your name to my name? No. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Franzel? No, thank you. I don't think so. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was so, so great information. Yes, yeah, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed our podcast. For more episodes, as well as our online modeling workshop, visit modelsecrets.online. See you next week.